0: All right, we are good to go.
1: Sounds good.
0: Yep. Um, Let me put something on the screen just in case we want to show something.
1: It's a, you said you want me to put something on my screen? No, no, no. I'm putting
0: something on my screen. I'm just asking. Oh background stuff going on all right um we are good to go we are live uh good morning welcome to calculator risk where we are here to focus on reaching our goals uh our podcast is all about documentation interviewing new talents and finding new ways to reach our financial goals um Right now, talking is myself, Adi Yemi, and we have Kywin on the other line here.
1: How's it going, Yemi? Uh, It's a good morning. (laughs) (laughs) Have an early morning. Um, You know, we'll do this more often.
0: Yep, yep,
1: yep. So this
0: is episode two. We're going to dive a little bit deep into peer-to-peer car lending services like Toro, HireCar, all these other services where you're able to lend your car for dollars. So um, a few talking points that we're going to go over is uh, just the overview of the rental game. Um, what kind of platforms are out there, um, at least platforms that we have used. For myself, I've used Toro. Calvin, he he used Hirecar, and there's other services like Getaround, but they are relatively do the same thing. They provide you a way to lend your car or cars out to people who want to use it to either travel around or for... Um, uber eats service or uber services so um, we're gonna go provide an overview of that um provided the different platforms out there and basically just help you guys start off how to start renting your own car so calvin anything you want to add I
1: think you hit, i think you hit all the hit all the main points let's, let's get right into it
0: yep so Um, when you hear rental or car rental, um, a lot of people might have a little bit, you know, skeptics behind it, you know, lending your car, your, something that costs more than $20 to a stranger. Um, and with that, you know, a lot of opportunities, are missed. But overall using these platforms like Toro, Hire Car, Get Around, they provide you some type of a uh, insurance that when you land your car out, either you will be getting your car back or you will be getting um what's the word I'm looking for here? Um you will be getting
1: some um you mean insurance that that, that... Yeah. yeah. You know, you well, uh, we can back it up even a little further. Um, so far as for the peer-to-peer car lending, they, um, the main concept is turning a liability into an asset. Yep. So our cars are sitting most of the day. Um, you know, we're at work eight hours a day. You know, we're we're sleeping seven hours at night. That alone is $15 when our car is being underutilized. And usually our car is our second biggest expense past our, um, you know, after, you know, our living expense, which would be like rent or mortgage. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, turning things like our vehicles into um, into assets is is a big deal.
0: Yep, exactly, and this can definitely help um, people reach their financial goals. Turn this, like Calvin said, a liability into an asset, and why not? You know. So.
1: And uh, and like you were mentioning, so that portion about um ensuring that you get your car back or that somebody's liable—that's when the apps come into play. Because technically, you could just rent your cars out to someone in the street, but you would want to meet a mediator or someone that's helping you find customers, which would be the apps. So the apps like high car, Turo get around those apps are basically, you know, the marketplace where it's easier to find somebody to rent the car and the process of setting up insurances for both sides and getting paid. Everything is all easier uh, using those apps.
0: Yep, so you definitely don't have to worry about finding someone if they're not returning your calls and you were supposed to have your car back today. You know, these third-party apps provide some type of security that makes sure that at least provide an ease of mind when you rent out your cars to strangers. Because at the end of the day, these are people you don't know. And uh, yeah. You definitely want that insurance. Yeah,
1: yeah. That, that that's that's the <laughs> the main point. I know. I guess today's world, you know, we use social media, so it's easy to like. I guess trust people because we're talking to so many random people, or I like, guess you know meeting people over the internet. So easy to trust people, but no, this is this is still a huge liability for you, your vehicle. So you you don't want to just trust your car with anyone.
0: Yep. Yeah. so let's get into why someone would even want to list their their precious car on one of these apps um for me i've used toro and main reason for me listing my car was due to the epidemic that we just entered um with my job i was able to work from home so i'm literally 80 to 90 percent of the time not using my car so with that, um, it it only made sense to to make a additional income by renting out my car while I'm just at work in my house cooling. So um, that was my reason, and I'm sure there's other reasons out there, but honestly, it only made sense for me to to list it.
1: Yeah, um, mine. I have a um, different reasoning, I guess, because I'm still I've never. Worked at home uh, during COVID, so nothing really changed for me. <laughs> uh, I still pretty much used my car, but I was looking at different investment opportunities, uh, you know, listening to a lot of podcasts, and um, the car industry, you know, was interesting to me, mainly because of the cash-on-cash cash returns. So uh, mm, yeah, that's basically the amount of cash that I would have to put up versus how much I would get Back from that cash I put up, there was a, a high rate of return. So I figured that this would be a good uh, starting point for me uh, versus, you know, real estate where, you know, they love to say um, you don't need cash, but you do you still need some <laughs> a, a good amount of cash. So it, these had better returns than real estate and even, um, we'll get into it a little later even more, but I've talked to different friends who you know, have rentals, rental units, and my cars are performing better than their rental units.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's, that's a, that's an excellent point right there. Um, I don't have any um, real estate properties for rentals yet, but dealing with just alone, I was, I was making a good chunk of uh, uh, capital back from it. So yeah, that's that's I like that point when you mentioned you was making more than people in the rental game, so in the um, house renting game
1: to specify, but yeah, yeah, because even if you think about it, a lot of um, I know well, I don't know if you ever listen to bigger pockets, but when I was in school, a lot mm-hmm. of times I'll be listening to bigger pockets, and some um, of the guys on there would just be cash flowing, happy with cash flowing 200, 300 dollars per unit, mm-hmm. and um. There's a lot of people in the rental game that aren't, you know, crunching their numbers the best that aren't getting better, much better than that. They might just be getting, like, 300, uh, 350, maybe four, which isn't terrible or anything, but um, depending on your situation. But, you know, at least for you, I know that you were getting around, like, a 1,000 just with your one car. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And whoof! When
0: I saw that check and ent- um that balance enter my account, uh yeah, I I was I wasn't um I wasn't stalling any longer. I was just like, yeah, this this has to continue. Um, funny enough, um, we we'll get we we'll get into something later on, but yeah, that that return that earnings was amazing, uh, a amazing feeling. So yeah, uh, rental game. It can be your thing. It cannot be your thing because uh, one thing with renting out your car is understanding that at, once you put it on, on a listing, you want to immensely detach yourself to it. At that point, that is a asset because um, there is a possibility that your car will come back with a scratch, a bruise, a dent, or um, the car can be in a total accident. And you know,
1: uh-huh. that's actually a rule for all investing, though. You know, yeah. you're investing in stocks or anything, uh, mentally uh, detach yourself from that money once it oh,
0: yeah, you know, once it becomes an asset, you gotta <laughs> treat it like one, especially with stocks, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, not to go too far off of it, but yeah, dealing with stocks, um, you put money in that you only willing to risk that you have no mental attachment to because uh let's say you put in $1,000 you wake up the next day is that 800 you're you're mentally like oh shoot I just lost $200 uh let me pull out but then the next day it could go up to like 120 and now you're just down a loss and you just missed out on the opportunity to make 200 bucks so uh, mentally you got to be fortified and that's uh, that's something, like you said, for what, with anything you put money into, you got to be willing to uh, to take risk. But yeah,
1: yep, yeah. it's just the the whole point of uh, this, this podcast.
0: <laughs> got to take calculated risk. That's what I should have said. <laughs> um, All right. So yeah, um we can get into different platforms out there. Um as I mentioned, I use oh, I was using Toro. Um he was using Hirecar and there's other platforms out there, but I don't wanna speak too much about it since I don't use it, but um there's also another platform called GetAround. Um, so if you guys are interested, you can look that up and see which one of these platforms fits your your niche. Like, what, what are you interested in using? Um, I know for me, Toro um, was my first introduction to this, so that's that's what I dived into. I like the, a lot of things about Toro, and I'm trying to think of a couple cons, but I don't really have any cons at the moment but a couple of the pros i can go into is um they have a website you know they have user interaction they have an app that you can um use the platform is very smooth and the reason why i say like this is because talking with calvin i've learned that this is not a um necessity for all other platforms like hire (laughs) car Um, what was higher card missing, Calvin?
1: Um, wait, did you go through your, your pros and cons yet? First, <laughs> no, uh,
0: no, okay, cool. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, so they have a website. You know, they have easier user interface. That is a important thing for me, and I thought that was just you know common sense for other platforms, but apparently, I chose the right. I chose something that fits me um instantly so with toro they provide a website that you can list your car on they give you um different tabs that shows you how well you're doing how your performances are doing um people that you rent your car out to can leave a review and these reviews are essential to being profitable on the website because they um provide you ratings. Other people will look at these ratings. They will look at the reviews and say, Oh, this is a nice person to to rent um to, to rent trustworthy car person. Exactly. And when you're dealing with an uh, with an asset like cars, you want to lend you wanna find someone that's trustworthy, you know, and vice versa too. You wanna to have a uh a guess or yeah, a guess that is trustworthy. So the the Toro app provides a platform where I can leave ratings for people and people can leave ratings for me. And I, as a host, look at these ratings because I don't want to lend my car out to someone who has two cars. They always smoking in the car. They total three cars. Like, that. it wouldn't make sense to leave my car with someone like that. So, um, Oh, and
1: also, just to interject as well, Toro does a good job, on, in my opinion, of uh, vetting who can even use the app to rent cars. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because I know multiple people who just aren't unable to rent cars through Toro. Yep. yep. So that so when you when they do that vetting process of taking a renter's um, information as far as his uh, license and things, I'm. I'm assuming they're doing all the checks to see what's on their record because uh a lot of people that I know that uh wanna rent cars through Toro, they'll usually have to call a friend who's uh you know, already went through the process because they can't they're unable to rent cars on there.
0: Yep. Yep. So
1: a lot So of that's f- the first fetic. line of defense. Yeah. And I guess the second line would be, you know, you as the rentee, I guess. The rentee. Uh, choosing from there, yeah, making sure that it's the actual person that's running your car is you know actually running your car.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing I would definitely um add into this is just doing your own due diligence. You know, so when you list your car, um, there's certain details that you can um set, like who can um how far you want to have a guest be within your location so if you want to keep it like close to home you can set like a geo fence where people only within this area can um uh, rent your car out once they once you have someone that wants to rent your car out you can look at their profile and um part of the due diligence is asking for the user's driver license, you know, making, making sure that they are who they say they are. um, You should always also ask for them to take a selfie next to the driver license. So the physical person is the driver license. And then when you meet up, you want to just repeat the process, make sure the person that's picking up the car is the person that um, is trying to rent the car. And you shouldn't, let your car go if these things don't add up. So that's just due, due diligence that you want to do yourself. Um, but yeah, um, for me, Toro has been an awesome uh, platform. Um, they provide a, in a very clean way um, um, what's it called? Uh, performance, uh, reviews, earnings, everything that you need to get started. Per- uh, Toro is there for you. Um, mm-hmm
1: Oh, uh, I was just going to say and also it is good to note like um the use cases of these different applications. So yeah. um Turo uh it seems to be more of uh you know vacation or um you know a special day or even for you know a photo shoot. Yeah. Those where you'll find a Turo car cuz you do have regular cars that um you could Rent out for like $40 a day, but it also has like the high end luxury cars too. So, a lot of this is for, uh, in my opinion, Turo is like a direct competitor, like Hertz and, you know, all the airport uh, rental agencies. So, yeah. a higher car, on the other hand, is for, is specifically for drivers who want to do you know, who want to use the sharing economy as far as for um, like DoorDash or um, Uber or Lyft or, who do any of those type of jobs and don't have their own car. So they'll be, they'll um, rent, find cars on their rent, and then they'll be able to, you know, do Uber and Lyft, DoorDash, um, the Amazon Flex, all those type of um, jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah that's, that's the main difference in, in the use cases for them but as far as for actually using the apps um, some pros for uh our car uh, is that it is very very passive or well, it can be very very passive so um, I've had cars that was out for uh, I had one of my cars that was out for uh, six or seven months with the same driver mm-hmm. So, and the only time that, you know, we needed to ever communicate was when it was time for oil changes or things like that. So, for any type of maintenance. So, that was extremely passive to the point where, you know, I haven't seen my cars for half more than half the year. Um, But what Yimmy was talking about as far as for the interfaces, that would be a con. So for whatever reason at this point hire car only has an app for the uh, renters so the, if you want to rent a car you can go on hire car's app and you know look up uh what's in your area but for people like me who are rentees when um there there's no app for me so I would just only be able to use their online uh you know their online site in order to check if I have any requests, and that's, and you know that's a problem because I would have to, <clears throat> I have to log on. And, you know, it, it's annoying, but it's doable. You have to log on and keep checking to see if they have any anyone requested. Because how else would you know that you someone requested your car?
0: Hmm.
1: And um, but I will say, the higher car usually they will call you if they notice that you didn't respond to it. They'll call you within like 15 minutes of getting a request just to, you know, see how you feel and tell you to respond. And they'll actually, if, if you don't want to go on the site, like say if they called you, they'll ask you like, hey, um, you have a request for um, Marquise. Uh, do you want to take this? And you can just tell them yes or no. And they'll actually set everything up for you if, if you want to do it that way. Yeah. So...
0: For me, yeah,
1: that's I love
0: the main that thing. Um, my bad. I was about to say, uh, for me, I, I love your your the, the pro of hiring cars, Just as passive as it can be. Um, yeah, just leave it. Let it. It is for me. It's a little bit scary to lease on my car for you know two three months, but um, just having that passive income flowing, uh, I think that would ease my mind a lot. Especially when you uh, do the checkups on it to all change and et to
1: it. Yeah, I think that, that is definitely a, um, a good pro because like I think I mentioned to you before, that's one thing I do like about like being in business is, you know, getting daily deposits because that's basically what it was with um, when you have your car out every day, it's just daily deposits. So with car, like usually the smallest, the 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 shortest rental I usually have is around, like, two weeks. Most of the time, it will be, um, be longer. And only times that, that it will be shorter is if someone, you know, like I had a girl who came home from college for a weekend, and she wanted to do DoorDash while she was here. Mm-hmm. So she just kept it for two days. Um, HireGuard has, it like, a two-day minimum. And then usually what happens is that the renter will extend it day by day. So you won't get someone who says, hey, I want to rent your car from January all the way to June. They'll instead. Mm-hmm. Hello? I'm sorry. I thought we got disconnected.
0: Right, no, we're good.
1: I'm sorry. Yeah, but um, they won't say I'll rent your car from January to June. What they'll do is they'll rent it for the minimum amount of days, which is two. And then from there, they'll just extend it day by day. So if they don't like it, and at the end of the two days, they can just end their rental. Or if they, if they want to change the rental, you know, a week after, after they're extending that for a couple of days, they mm-hmm. can do that. So, you know, uh, it, it'll, be, it'll be going day by day. It won't be, you know, you won't get that lump sum all at once. But either way, it's, it's extremely passive. Exactly. Okay.
0: Hmm. Yeah, the um, car car lending is definitely something that can be passive depending on the platform. I know for Toro, uh most the longest I've got someone to rent out the car was probably five days. Um, but it, it definitely can go longer depending on the on what the user wants to do. Um yeah, so I definitely see Toro being Short-term renters versus hire car that are long-term um,
1: renters. Oh, one more thing to note about hire car, at least. Mm-hmm. So hire car, a lot of the cars are there are very affordable. So a lot of these people that are renting the cars, even though that the purpose of the app is for, um, you know, using it for hire, I mean, for Lyft or Uber, mm-hmm. but there are people that are on there that are just wanting, you know, a car to use, so they might actually do lift like maybe one day or a couple of days a week, but they actually just need a car and it's cheaper and, uh, you know, easier to get your car a high car than going the regular route of going to like, um, you know, to, uh, one of the rental car, like Hertz or something like that.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. Or enterprise or yeah.
1: Yeah, so it so it's people that, that actually do Uber and Lyft, but also mind you that they're use they probably going to use it for regular life too.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, that is true, and a very good point too, because um, I know Hertz that Hertz all these other renting um, vehicle places they be charging, and um, it only makes sense to use one of these platforms to
1: to get around. Places, but that's and that's that's you gotta remember they, um, you need a credit card for the, for those couples too. Oh, uh, right, yeah, mm hmm, because they'll do a hold on your card like, like a hotel would, and um, a lot of people they, they aren't able to do, they don't have that, so hmm. the higher card helps with th- those type of people as well.
0: Hmm, okay, yeah, I didn't, I didn't even think about it like that. Um. So just to put in a little shameless plug, if you're still listening, I would like to ask you guys to like follow subscribe depending on what platform you guys are listening to try to support the channel try to support the podcast try to support us by just clicking one or two buttons down below above wherever the buttons are Um, please support us as we are trying to get up and running here um more content will be coming out, different type of stuff, uh investings, real estate, crypto, option trading, a lot of and, and any other niches that we, you know, stumble upon. Uh, today is all about peer to peer car lending, but tomorrow can be anything else. So please follow.
1: And don't don't forget the uh YouTube as well.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. So we, we got a lot of things in store for this. So uh, follow on our journey here. Overall goal is, again, to make calculated risk to find financial freedom. So,
1: yeah. Back to you. you feel like doing your first vlog.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's pretty good. Uh, I mean, we're in progress, but we're we going to get there. Yeah. Uh, um. Uh, so right. yeah, we could definitely talk about our position in the game. Um honestly, you want to go first?
1: Um I you know, you know my story is a little longer, so I might need to go second. <laughs>
0: yeah, I had to had to put my heart together for this story, so I'm I'm good now. Um <laughs> So <laughs> yeah, so basically yeah, it's it's is a good story. Is a bad story. It depends on how you take it. I like to take things in an optimistic view. So for me, um, I put my personal car up on Toro, and at that point, it became an asset. So mentally, I was you know ready moving forward. Anything happens, dent, scratches, tire punctures, anything roadside assistance, anything, I would be able to handle it accordingly. Right so um i want to say i was on this platform for three months before something um before a serious issue happened um just gonna say it ripped the bandage off Um uh, my 2018 toyota camry was found dead. Um it was in a total accident um from my I wanna say my eighth guest or my eighth uh renter um the day before 4th of July or 4th of July night. Hopefully I'm getting these dates right. Yeah, yeah, 4th of July night. Um basically it was a total um what do they call it? Total loss cause or total accident. Where it's unrecoverable, you the mechanic can repair it, but it's it would cost more to repair it than to just buy um just for the insurance to buy it out so Car was on the on, on the platform for three months um the way I take it is it was a good thing for me because they were um the insurance was able to uh repay me I think about twenty three thousand dollars on the car um mind you at this point of time 2021 pandemic era um car prices are inflated so i feel like that buyout or that payment was a lot more than what the car was supposed to be worth um and so that money was entered into my account uh, mind you, I, I lost one car, but I gained twenty three thousand dollars, and I paid probably twenty five thousand dollars on the car and overall. And this is what a twenty eighteen car in this twenty twenty one. Am I doing this right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Three years later, car is worth twenty three thousand dollars. I asked no questions at all. Um, in the span of that three months oh and you can stop me anytime too, Calvin, if you, if you have anything to say um but and i got you yeah and the span of that three months i was uh testing you know certain I mean, how far how high can i rent the car out um where do i want to, to drop off the car do i want to do in-person deliveries um in-person systems delivery? Yeah, I was testing out the systems um, behind it. So when I first started, I rented out the car for forty bucks, and as soon as I listed it, the car I was getting requests for the um for a renter to to rent it out. So I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> I got my first you know renter," and it was pretty fast too. So I was it kind of it kind of put a question in my head like maybe I rented it out maybe I listed this car for you know too low of a price um funny enough that renter never showed up never canceled didn't do anything and i was able to pocket that money no questions asked um he didn't leave a review he didn't contact me ever so there was literally no issue with that first rental so easy money in my pocket. I uh, don't know if that's a story for everyone, if, the, if that happens uh a lot or not, but that happened to me on my first rental and I was uh quite excited. I was I was questioning it until the money came in. So yeah. Mm. Um but then after that I definitely raised the price um to what fifty? Over over the span of three months, I think I got up to fifty five, or I want to say I hit sixty, but that last uh, rental didn't go through due to the accident. Um, but overall, I made about a thousand bucks if I didn't get into that last accident. Um, and within the span of three months. I was able to mostly do drop-offs at my house. So I didn't really have to move the car. Um, which, was, which makes have, the, how the whole you thing about passive. It you or Yeah, kind of, sort of. So um, one thing about renting out at your own location is that you have strangers coming over, um, you know, and so, like, they know where you live. So, if you have a bad review or you're having, you know, issues, they know where you live. Um, but when, <laughs> yeah, when people are renting out, I like to do my due diligence. You know, I, I look at them, right. Um, see if they look kind of crazy or not. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so see if I can, you know. you I was
1: know, I didn't want to get you in trouble. I was about to ask you, like, what, what, you know, what could you look for to make somebody look crazy?
0: What? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I get that. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, was, I it was. It was. more of a risk reward uh, ratio going on there. It's, it's higher risk, but the reward is is was valued more because I literally didn't have to move my car a lot and um, I'm still working a full-time job. So I didn't want to be taken off, you know, 30 minutes here and there just to drop off the car, then riding an Uber back. So it also cuts down on costs as well. Um, But yeah, overall, and you know, I did do some deliveries too, but I made sure the, the geo fence for those deliveries were within one mile. So, so that I can okay. walk. Yeah. So I can walk back. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, get some steps. In. Yeah. So this was a fitness goal and a financial goal. Um, two bears, one stone. So, um, yeah, overall it, it was doing pretty good. Um, the car got into an accident right before I had to do maintenance. So I didn't have to worry about that expense. Um, um, do, 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 I'm trying to think. Was there anything else? Um No, it was a
1: good car. Also, you know, it's Toyota, which is yep. another reason why you were able to get the amount of plane money that you did. Mm-hmm. You brought a, a, a solid brand that you know pretty much uh, holds a value better than a lot of other cars.
0: Yep, the mileage was down
1: it, as le- well. It's less maintenance for cars like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, mileage was down as well. So it, that. Added on to the um, to the payout overall, pretty good. And um, with the insurance, um, not to go too deep into it, um, but you can choose what type of um, insurance plan that you want with The Depending on what plan you have is third cut. So there's like 70-30, 80-20, 85-15, stuff like that. The less you pay them the less they cover so um if that makes sense what i did was the 70 30 plan and basically all i have to do is pay a 250 deductible either 250 or 500. Um, the website gives out all the details But yeah, you you pay a deductible and they cover up to a certain amount. So funny enough, on that plan, on that rent rental, I was considering lowering down Toro's cut because I had like seven or eight uh, or nine successful trips. This was my 10th trip. No, 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 seventh successful trip. this was my eighth trip, and um, I was like, huh, I'm doing pretty good. The guy only wants to rent it out for one night, you know what what could possibly go wrong but uh <laughs> lucky, lucky for me, I did not change the the insurance policy because if I were to reduce their cut, I would have to pay a lot more a lot, lot more so um God's plan that's that's. That's like my, my mental note that I had for that rental, but um, yeah, overall got the, a nice payout. Um, if it's just a minor uh, bruise or um, claim, let's say they did a dent or you know what they call the curb, like scratch your car on the curb or something like that. These are all claims that you can file and. Um, Depending on your insurance plan, you, you have a deductible or you don't, and the renter will pay it out. So overall yeah. your car is covered.
1: So. Yeah, and we'll um we'll probably link to uh some of the some of the uh the materials on higher cars and you know, mm-hmm. Charles site just to, you guys can read through, understand the claims process and everything. Yeah. But um yeah so uh so give me position give me, uh just just the uh summarize basically he did have his car for there a couple months uh his car is totaled total right now, so um yeah that's Jimmy car position. he just received his claim money for his car um and I guess uh, he'll figure out what it, what's his next move uh, yep. for me um right now is that I'm actually going through one claim right now for a car that actually came up missing, um, and I have two other cars that are live right now. Um, one card's ju- one of the cars that's live just came off of you know the seven month hiatus, well, the hiatus, seven eight seven month rental, and um, yeah. So the main thing right now is just dealing with this, uh, you know dealing with this claim as far as getting the money for the car that was, was stolen. Uh, long story short, we can talk about it in another episode. The car was actually stolen from uh, someone that was handling the car for me. So uh, that was someone that was doing the drop-off for me. Uh, the car just came up missing, and we have no answers for it. So uh, we're going through that process right now with the insurance of getting that car back. We're not getting a car back, but, you know, getting uh, the claims. So, had to uh, file police reporting all just to uh, go through with this process. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that, that's basically me right now. Uh, also, just making sure of, you know, trying to figure out how much these cars are worth at this point and if it's time to, um, to sell and to liquidate any of them. Uh, just, just because I don't want to still be holding, holding the car once the car uh, is worth less than what's on the notes for the cars. All right, so, and that actually leads me to um, the different ways to actually get into the game. Yimmy, you know, he actually owned his Toyota all the way. So uh, once we graduated, you bought your, um, you yeah. bought the Toyota. And you paid it off like under a year, which is you know crazy enough. Uh, that, that's a really great piece. but yeah, think you were able to turn it into an asset after you did that.
0: Yep, yep, yeah. So there's definitely different ways you can enter it. You can use your own car, you can lease it out, um, um you can get a car note, you can gain investors on it, or you could just outright and buy one and um uh list list these cars
1: on the platform. Um Yep and um yeah for me I w I didn't go the leasing car route. I went through um uh I bought I bought a car but on using bank's money so just went to different credit unions, applied for car loans, you know, got got the loans through that. Then I went to um different dealerships and um I will just buy the car right there and already had the check in hand. So it was no need to get my credit ran a million times at the at the different dealerships. And even the one time that I did get it ran at the dealership, I told him I only wanted it ran once and I used the the interest rate on one of the um, checks that I had in my pocket as leverage so that they would beat that interest rate. So that would be the only way I would even get my um, credit ran at a dealership. Other than that, I would never just run my credit at a dealership. But that was that was how I got my three vehicles, and then um, yeah, alter the races from there.
0: Yeah, just just thinking about that now. You know, scaling wise, you was able to scale a lot more than I was because you know you 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 had the loans. OPM. Yeah and um so yeah. depending on your strategy you know if you're trying to if you want to start with the one car like me see how how it feels and then scale upward you know that's a that's a strategy you know there's other strategies strategies out there but you know figure out what works for you
1: so yeah. um and it's definitely a, a mirroring one strategy but yeah that that's one of the ways to go
0: yep and at least for Toro, if you're trying to list the car on Toro, they provide a nice, you know, walkthrough on how to do that process. So um, there's there shouldn't be any issues listing the car as long as you have the VIN number. You know, you take a couple photos of the car. That should really be it and then you just provide like a you know brief description of your car because you gotta you kind of gotta sell it to people you know why should they pick your car so with that um also comes into pricing you know you want to be competitive to say the least with other cars that are also being listed. So you got to make your car stand out. You got to make the price affordable. You don't want to put a 2010 Toyota Camry out there for, you know, a hundred dollars a day where that car goes for maybe like 20 or 40 bucks, you know? So you got to be smart with, with your listing.
1: Yeah. Just make sure it's professional shots and the pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, a good copy for the description, just like Amy said. And um, just making sure that, in my opinion, that your rules and um, regulations are clear within that description as well.
0: Oh, yeah. Because,
1: mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, if there is no rules, uh, <laughs> things can go haywire. If there are no rules, you'll want some.
0: Yeah. So just to list a couple of things, uh, no smoking in the car, no pets in the car. Um, you break, you buy, you know, stuff like that. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So and then uh at least Toro I know that you can set these rules and you can also set a price on your page so they know up front you know you do this you pay that so there's no there's no you know negotiations going on and if you find proof that they smoke in the car maybe not the smell but like they there's ashes in the um on the seat or in between the chairs you take a picture you file it bada bing bada boom is very easy to get your money um, for these type of claims on Toro. Um, not sure what the process is for a hire car. Um, do you know?
1: Yeah, well, hire car, you, you have 24 hours after the rental is ended. So once you do the rental, you need, um, if you notice there's a dent or, you know, if it's dirty in the car, you need to take your pictures and file it within 24, mi- 24 hours of That car returning to you.
0: Okay. Yeah. So yeah, and don't don't sleep on that twenty four hours because that that
1: can go like that, you know. Yes, I I would do it about um, that money. Yeah, it's not something to push to the back. It's it's something to do now. Like if you if you notice something, do it now. Because if you you forget about it, you know, you're SOL.
0: Yeah, and those add up, you know and they can actually uh, help you out too because if it's just uh let's say some cigarette um ashes in the car um i know you could charge up to like 50 bucks on Toro or I mean, maybe even more but you know 50 i think 50 bucks is standard and you just you know vacuum that up you know put some incense or you know clean out the the smell of your car and you just gain 50 bucks for someone not listening to your rules so or oh, pet, also pet just hair.
1: the note mm-hmm uh, with hire car it's uh they they ba- basically reimburse you so you like mm-hmm. so if the car was super dirty you, you send them pictures and you also send a receipt of uh you getting the car done and they'll reimburse you
0: hire car or the the renter hire car oh okay.
1: but I, I i don't deal with how hire car um Gets it from the renter. I'm pretty sure that that's where they're getting yeah, it from. But right. <laughs> they'll, they'll re- reimburse you.
0: Okay. Yeah, because I know they're about their money too, so they're not gonna. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they they, they they're not just going to vouch for them if they're they're not <laughs> not not uh, getting it from them. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So I've heard of uh, people being on payment plans and everything. So yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure, so I can't really talk on it. I mm-hmm. just know that you know. You give them a receipt and they work from there. For, okay. for like cleaning, not for like the dents and stuff, obviously.
0: Right. Yeah, I know well I experienced it with the uh, Toro as a renter that uh basically the host will send a picture of proof of what, you know, the damage or claim is. Like um when we went to Miami, we got a a, a tow not a tow, um a ticket. Through a toll or something like that, and the the host sent a picture and basically I paid out of out of pocket for that, so I don't think Toro does the reimbursement, but they provide that platform to interact with the renter to host so right. it's very clean yeah
1: and as far as the tickets you can um I've done it a couple of times, but you can like change the liability who's liable for the ticket to someone else so uh-huh. like the uh there's a way where you're able to let the um let the state or whatever county know that like you the car was rent it, it wasn't with you at this time mm-hmm. okay so you can do things like that as well
0: yeah and um just another quick tip um I'm not sure if this is the same with car, but um, if people are going through toll, like easy pass areas a lot, you can put the little easy pass device in the car and you can take a picture of that receipt and build them like that as well. Um... Because I know a lot yep. of people with Toro, they uh, they will be traveling like out of state. So um, just keep that in note. You know, some some people may run up their miles uh, because they are on vacation. You know, they don't want to be in vacation in within their own state. So they might go to Disney World. They might go, you know, two states over. So you know, those Easy Pass uh, will be something you want to keep accountable for take receipts and build them because that's money so yeah um, anything else you got Calvin
1: um, I think that's as far as we can go um, before we talk about the systems and our experiences I know you started talking about your experience um, but uh, yeah we can get a little more in depth the next, uh, next time we talk
0: yep okay
1: I think this is a good starter, you know, just to get them in the game. Uh, Yeah, as far as we understand the different options of finance and, um, you know, and uh, just the different platforms. Just a, you know, little appetizer.
0: And to hear our story within the game, too. So you can take your own chances, you know, take your own risk on <laughs> yeah, whether or not this is for you or or you want to pass up on this um yeah so if you're mm-hmm. still listening thank you guys for listening um keep in contact leave comments below on any questions that you have and we'll answer down there um till then um talk to you guys later
1: all right hey yeah peace